The vault offers services for informational and educational purposes only. Neither does it act as an attorney or lawyer. We do not give legal advice. If you require the services of an attorney or lawyer, we suggest and recommend you obtain a competent attorney or lawyer. Trust Christian is not a tax attorney and not affiliated with the United States government or entity. Peace, peace, peace. You are now tuned in live to The Vault. Just want to thank you for listening. This episode today is how to avoid taxes without breaking the law. Just want to thank you for tuning in live. All you all tuning in live, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday, uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time if you're on the West Coast. Um, You can listen live every Tuesday. I'm going to be dropping more and more micro content. Want to always start out as we always do, praising and thanking the ancestors, um, the universe, and the creator for allowing us to be here. Uh, We excited, uh, definitely. And um, just want to thank everybody for tuning in live. So uh, all the archive listeners, appreciate you for listening and sharing this with your friends and family. I know a lot of people um, share this content with their friends and family, and I'm thankful for it. Happy that I can serve. So, so excited in that respect. Um, Definitely want to go ahead and, you know, get into the subject matter. I do want to preface, um, I am an entrepreneur, been an entrepreneur since I was 18 years old. Um, I don't work a job. I think that that's important. Um, I think a lot of people sometimes, you know, they don't know who's sitting behind the mic or whatever, but, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I've been doing that for a long time now, but I've learned certain specific wealth strategies. And those strategies have come from private mentors. Um, I do have a traditional public education or uninformed education, as we call it. But in the private, we call it a informed education, which is generally classified as a private education. Um, I always share with people that the information that I'm going to be going over and usually go over, you have to learn from either a private mentor such as myself, or you have to learn from a community of people. The information that I generally talk about is considered to be private. Um, so they don't share this information with individuals that are going to be possibly a compromise to the actual community itself. Um, so, you know, I definitely encourage people to get into private trustee training. Um, that is where we go over trust contracts, how to administer your trust as trustees of a trust, um, how to maintain your privacy, how to own nothing, control everything. Um, those things are what I, you know, have created a system uh, working with individuals to create a private trustee training system to help people administer their trust to own nothing, control everything. How to avoid taxes without breaking the law is very, very important. So very excited about the subject matter today. Definitely going to hop straight into it. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they hear about Donald Trump and always like to preface this subject with Donald Trump is saying, oh, you know, well, he said he didn't pay taxes even in the election. And it's very important because, um, you know, a lot of people, first of all, you know that he's an entrepreneur. So I just want to go ahead and set the stage that if you're not an entrepreneur and you're listening to this, um, you know, this is not going to be beneficial to you. The information that I'm going over is for entrepreneurs. Whether you want to become private 
or whether you want to become ultra successful it's for entrepreneurs it's not for employees so if you have an employee mindset you might as well not continue on this because this is for bosses this is for individuals that um, are making a lot of money and they want to mitigate or lower their tax uh, i guess you would say liability um, and i'm going to go over specifically um, how this is legal um, and I don't need to be a tax attorney or a lawyer and I'm an entrepreneur. I, I hire attorneys. I hire accountants. That's what you're supposed to do as an entrepreneur. Okay. So lawyers have jobs. Okay. Accountants have jobs. Entrepreneurs create jobs. Okay. And so it's very important to understand as a entrepreneur, what are some of your greatest liabilities? Some of your greatest liabilities are going to be taxes and they're going to be employees. But employees are a write-off. You can't write off your taxes. So I'm going to go over tonight how, um, you know, you hear all rich people say that they don't pay taxes. You guys can't go through a list of people that are at the Forbes Fortune 500 that pay taxes. But for some odd reason, the average individual, that's why they shouldn't be listening to this because they're average. They, they think that it's okay to pay taxes because that's what they've been taught. When you hear situations where, once again, where Donald Trump or Bill Gates say, you know, I've studied the tax code and I know the tax code better than anyone else. That's what uh, a healthy, uh, successful entrepreneur is doing. They're, lo they're learning how to mitigate their tax liability and to a degree be left to not even have to pay it. So, um, you know, for the entrepreneurs that are going to be focused on this information, the reason why I use Donald Trump, even as even in the description using large corporations such as Microsoft, because they got into an antitrust lawsuit. Um, usually when you see individuals that are utilizing tax avoidance practices, which you can Google on the IRS website, and I actually will pull it up for you all tonight, is um, tax avoidance. Uh, on the IRS and literally read to you what they say because you have to understand the words that you're utilizing. I, I know that I speak a specific language. Um, when you are inducted or you're in, involved in a private education, one of the first things you learn is law. That's one of the first things you learn is business law. So I encourage you all to get to the local law library and learn it. Because um, it's very important to learn business law and tax law is sitting in the law library, too. OK, um, and every county in the United States uh, has a law library in each jurisdiction where a courthouse is. But tax avoidance is something that's perfectly legal. Um, there's a difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion. Tax evasion is where you actually have a um, you or the entity that you are running, managing or whatever has a liability. But individuals are not um, they're not paying them you know that's evasion where tax avoidance is is you set up your affairs you structure your affairs in such a way that the entity or you are not liable it's just that simple see a lot of people think that rich people have tax dodging schemes and loopholes those are things that are put out to the public so so the average individual will get laws paying a ton of money to their tax attorney or to their CPA. When in all actuality, you won't even have to do all of those type of schemes because that's what they are. They're schemes. All you have to do is just structure your affairs to where that's not even a, a question. You don't have to be held liable. Your entities don't have to be held liable. How is that? It's called a lot of people will call it uh this is a good reference for you all you can go it's called estate planning 
estate planning puts you in a position of own nothing, control everything. So if you're looking for some good, um, you know, local reading, you can start looking into estate planning. The difference is individuals that are listening, brothers and sisters, is that estate planning is either public or it's private. There's two types of education. There's a public education and a private education. Donald Trump knows how to keep himself from not being in the public's jurisdiction. Public is dealing with taxes. You don't hear people in the private saying they're paying taxes. He told you. He told you what position he was in. He told you he's in a private position. Why do you know he's in a private position? Or how do you know he's in a private position? He's in a private position structurally because he doesn't have to show any records. He's private. His affairs are private. He doesn't have to release his information to the public. Why? Because he's not public. He's private. He deals with private law. Do you want to know what private law is? Private law is contract law. Do you want to know what a, a contract law looks like in or a contract looks like in the public? It looks like a trust. Let's look at all these successful people. Once again, we can go back to Microsoft. Microsoft was dealing with an antitrust lawsuit. It wasn't dealing with people tried to claim it as a monopoly. But I mean, who gets in the business not to be the best? Who gets in the business to pay taxes? Nobody does that. What happens is, is you get into an environment called controlled knowledge. It's information that's regulated by, quote unquote, the powers that be, the people that don't really care to have other individuals involved in this style of information, because this is a lifestyle. Practicing tax avoidance is a lifestyle. It's not, oh, let me do this for a year or two to see how I can lower my tax liability. Uh, once again, Donald Trump don't pay at all. He's not gonna avoid, he's not gonna see if it works. He's going to practice it, and once it works, he lives that lifestyle. So this is not something you should try. It's something you should make it a point to live. And it's not an accident. It's not spooky. It's not conspiracy. It's none of that. He's an entrepreneur, and he told you he doesn't have to report his taxes. Why? Because he is in a position structurally that he does not have to do so. You are supposed to structure yourself the same exact way. Now, whether you choose to do that or not, that's your choice. But it is perfectly legal to talk about this. I was watching something the other day with another successful, wealthy businessman. And he was saying, rich people don't pay taxes. They pass that on to employees. And people, how can you be upset about that? They're the ones creating jobs. But it's not just about them creating jobs. Because a lot of people know that you can create a job and still have a tax liability as far as self-employment tax and things of that nature. So... We're going to look at a case. It's called Gregory versus Helvering 293 U.S. 465, 1935. This is a Supreme Court uh, decision. Um, so it's great validity. It, haven't, it hasn't been overturned. It's Gregory, G-R-E-G-O-R-Y versus Helvering, H-E-L-V-E-R-I-N-G. Um, this is... When, when you all say, well, how is it that I can practice this lifestyle? First of all, I told you, when you come into private trustee training, the first thing you learn is law. You learn business law. You learn the laws that are going to support your position. Just like you right now are in the position that you're in, you're paying what you're paying because of the law that you're following. A lot of people say, well, is it, is it, is it legal or is it right to actually practice this? Did you ask all of those questions before you actually started filling out 1040s and W-2s? The average individual didn't. 
So now we're moving past average and moving on to superior, moving into a superior position. That's called own nothing, control everything. That's called practicing tax avoidance, not practicing tax evasion. You know, it's an unfortunate thing to hear how many people get hit with tax evasion when in all actuality, the most successful people in the United States just don't even pay. And that's because they don't have to. So Gregory versus Helvering is a great case. It's not Sharif Ali. It's not just the vault. This is a case that we have in the vault. It's a case that you're supposed to have so you can start basing why you're able to do what you're able to do. So that is the first aspect that I wanted to go into is in private trustee training. That is the first thing that you're going to come across is you're going to start getting into the law. We go over the case law um, because as a trustee, you have to know how to talk to your lawyers and talk to your accountants. And you need to be able to say, look, are you familiar with this case? As a tax attorney, they should be. But as you all know, the average lawyer, they are barred for that state. The information I'm talking to you about is international information. Why do you think they call places tax havens? Why do you think they they have other people setting up their businesses in other jurisdictions and things of that nature? They're setting up their businesses in those jurisdictions because they're practicing tax avoidance. And they're not doing it just because the the area is lower in taxes. Once again, these individuals, Donald Trump, including me and others, we just practice tax avoidance. You do that by owning nothing, controlling it through a trust. When you are a trustee, you control entities. That's it. And you're not liable. Just like an individual wants to be a CEO, which is a chief executive officer, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily the owner. That's why you see Donald and others sit in front of the public and say, hey, you know, um, you know we run this company. We founded the company. But that doesn't mean that they're technically the owner on paper. You all can do public SEC searches on these companies and see that the company's not owned by an individual named Donald Trump. It's owned by a Donald Trump trust. It could actually have his name or it can, ha it can be another holding entity. Do you see how the owner incurs liability? So when I, when I restructure individuals or I help individuals structure themselves correctly, that means that they already are focused on not owning it, but they want to control it. That means that you put yourself in a position where you are a trustee, not the owner, the grantor and things of that nature. And I definitely, like I say, I, I the one of the first healthy tools that you can grab as an entrepreneur when it comes to business law is grabbing a Black's Law Dictionary. Um, Black's, B-L-A-C-K-S. Uh, law dictionary that is the the law dictionary of all lawyers you all can go to a lawyer in any city and ask them do they use a black's law dictionary and they're going to tell you yes so it's not something that i just made up to be favorable to any culture or race or any type of derogatory term it is called a black's law dictionary as well they use a bouvier's dictionary but a Black's Law Dictionary is the first place that you're going to go to learn how to speak the language of tax avoidance. Okay, um, so you definitely want to go grab one of those. You can grab one of those on eBay um, or Amazon. They're, they're, they're not expensive um, as well. You can go to your local law library. But I definitely recommend you have uh, a, a actual, uh, what is that, a, a Black's Law Dictionary because you want to know and get familiar with the terms that I'm talking about slow this recording down so you can actually listen to them. Uh, the next thing is 
is um, when it comes to individuals talking about this tax avoidance, like I told you all, it's a philosophy. It has to be something that's embedded in your mindset. It's called own nothing, control everything. And how do you do that? You have to utilize contracts. Well, once again, we're sticking to the law. This isn't Sharif. This isn't the vault. This is just stuff that we have in the vault. And it's called the law. See, a lot of people think that the rich are, are not obeying the law. It's like, what are you talking about? Rich people wrote the law. Why would they put a law in place for them to have to be ran out of taxes? No, they put inheritance tax. They put income tax. They put death tax. They put estate tax. They put gift tax all in place for what's called ignorant people. Ignorance meaning that you don't know something. It's, 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 it's called a, an uninformed family. So on a chat live right now, Liberty Coin asks, what addition for the Black's Law Dictionary should they grab? This is what I'm going to say to you, Liberty Coin. The, com the community I come from, the mentors that I've had, I tell everyone, you get every addition. The only one you probably won't be able to get over the internet right now uh, as far as like a like a, 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 a live or mint condition one is the first one because that is like the most oldest one you can you can squeeze out somewhere out of nowhere getting a second edition but the third edition is good the fourth edition is good why because they have good common law definitions the fifth edition kind of makes a transition and then from sixth I think I know the seventh, eighth, and ninth have the legal maxims in the back, which are really good. So if you don't have anything that has the legal maxims, you can get them. The thing about the more modern dictionaries of Black's Law, like when it comes to your seventh, eighth, and ninth, um, they're dealing with more of your new style of commercial law, which is dealing with the UCC, which is Uniform Commercial Code, which is basically Uniform Contract Code. Uh, it's dealing with public contracts and things of that nature. So it's very helpful if you're dealing with contracts in the public. If you're dealing with contracts in the public, um, whether it's a public trust or, or not, uh, I think that those are, are healthy definitions to have because they're more modern definitions. They're not old. Uh, uh, what is that common law definition so you get more of the modern uh, terminology for them, which are still good so I recommend getting every edition that was the way I was instructed was to get every edition but at the same time you know if you can get your hands on one immediately you know if you can squeeze out a third fourth fifth or sixth you won't be hurting at the same time they have ten editions so I do recommend a seventh eighth and ninth as far as the uh, the the, the um, the legal maxims in the back so great question uh liberty coin thank you for asking um so once again i'm going to get ready to wrap this up here soon so if you have any questions feel free to email uh to to you know punch into the chat live we're live on youtube we're always starting live at 8 p.m eastern standard time 5 p.m pacific and the last part is see i want to share something with you all because a lot of people say you know that you know rich people are evil and all this other stuff but i'm gonna show you how not evil they are okay so as you all know you know a lot of rich people have foundations or charities that are set up in turn one form of tax avoidance is literally just setting up a charity and letting that be the beneficiary the shareholder or the owner of all the proceeds that come from the company it's just that simple a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, these rich people are wrong, but they the ones setting up the charities that most people benefit from. Most hospitals are charities. Most libraries are charities. The government is a huge charity. 
They take money from private individuals and give it to public individuals. That's called charity. But remember, rich people, private people, set up the tax code. So they didn't put a law in place that was going to impair them from making money. They put a law in place to make sure that they never lose their money. That's why they can pass on wealth generation to generation and do it tax-free. Because they're practicing tax avoidance the entire time. So just to give you all a quick tidbit on the structuring that we help individuals do at the vault. And if you all want to get a consultation or if you would like to figure out how to structure yourself more appropriately, you can email us at hfrn.vault at gmail.com. And we can make sure that you, uh, you know, get your structure correctly. And it's not just getting your structure correctly. I like sharing this information, telling people, look, you're either going to learn it from a private mentor such as me, or you're going to learn it from a private community. That is something that I offer in my training is giving people access to other individuals that are utilizing the same strategy, the same structure. It's called a community of private individuals, not public private individuals people that practice own nothing control everything i think it's very good to have an environment that that can support you on your entrepreneur journey of practicing you know tax avoidance which is perfectly legal so a lot of people think that you know rich people will have these evil hearts and all this stuff it's like okay but at the same time i can show you an example that the beneficiary or shareholder of microsoft is the bill and melinda gates foundation it's a private family foundation. Okay, let's go over to the Zuckerberg situation, more of a recent of note. A lot of people know the owner of Facebook, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Why do you think rich people are turning their affairs over when it comes to, okay, yeah, first they start out the company, yeah, they, they might have been uninformed when they started, but they learned real quick, man, I'm making way too much money to be losing any of it. So what did they do? They put a charity and it's a specific style of charity don't think they just putting any public charity in place of it no they are all private charities you can go look that up so zuckerberg created a a charitable entity is a private family foundation as well he does have other charities a lot of people are saying it you know they have their their whole hate on the situation uh, about him doing it even with these llc's that the charity owns but it doesn't matter he's practicing tax avoidance LLCs are nothing more than pass-throughs anyways. So at the end of the day, all he's doing is passing on the tax liability to a charity. Do you? I'm going I'm to I'm tell you this. Listen to what I'm getting ready to say. By him passing on the tax liability to a charity, not only is he receiving a tax deduction, the company is receiving a tax deduction. Anytime you donate to a charity, you receive a tax deduction. I'm going to tell you how critical this is. Why? Because as an employee... You cannot practice what we practice if you own something. When you are an employee, you own the income. That means that all the money that's coming through that social security number or that identifying number, all it is is an identifying number, it is taxed at the gradual rate. Now, you all can go Google this. I encourage you all to do this. An individual taxpayer, that's like a regular employee person, can deduct 30% of their income so they don't have to pay taxes on it. So that basically means if you make $100,000, you can deduct 30% by giving it to a charity. So, you know, you and your job 
and you want to practice tax avoidance. So the first 30% on top, you can give to a charity of your choice. Remember, this is the Zuckerberg Foundation. That's a foundation he runs. It's a charity that he runs. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is the foundation they run. They're giving the money to themselves. Please catch on. So they give the they they give the, uh, an individual taxpayer can give. You know you can Google this thirty percent. Check with your tax attorney. Check with lawyer your lawyers. Nothing wrong with that. They should know. You can give thirty percent away to your 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 um to a charity, not yours, just a charity. It can be yours. It can be any charity of choice for for thirty percent. So if you make hundred k, you won't be taxed on hundred k. You be taxed on seventy thousand. Nothing wrong with that. I'm pretty sure a corporation can give away. It's either ten or fifteen percent. I don't. We're not a corporation, so um, you know I, I I can help you restructure the corporation to where a trust or a a yeah where a trust or a contract is is in control of the company. But it's not. That's not you know the the ideal choice. Um, we don't need to run out of 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 LLCs or S corps. Why? Because they're not the superior entity. They're state-created entities. They're public entities. They're statutory entities. Those are words you need to be familiar with. The individuals such as Donald Trump and I, Bill Gates and Zuckerberg, we use private entities. Private completely, whether it's the charity or it's the traditional business. The business is run through a private business trust. Okay? So, when it comes to the situation with the, um, the charities... Um, you know, once again, a corporation, uh, a traditional corporation, S Corp, C Corp, all those things, they usually fall under corporate tax laws. And the corporate tax laws, I'm pretty sure, say that you can either, the, the entity can deduct 30 or 15% before it's taxed on the money that's left. Okay? So that's important. Now, I'm going to share a tidbit of how wealthy people are structured. Okay? How rich people are structured. Somebody that wants to structure their affairs to where they don't pay taxes at all okay so what happens is an individual will set up a business trust or have a business trust in place okay that's not in the jurisdiction of the United States it's considered a trust why is it considered a trust because it's a contract let's go to the law that supports the contracts Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution and any subsequent state other than Louisiana, because most of the states are running off common law except for Louisiana. They say, and you can read Article 1, Section 10 of your state constitution, like I said, outside of Louisiana, your, your state is going to say that we will not abridge or impair the obligation of a contract. Once again, a trust, the way that we are structured is through trust and private foundations. That means you have a contract in place. Okay? So, that's what a trust is. It's a contract. But there's over 80 different types of trust contracts. So, how do you know which one to use? That's why private trustee training is so critical. So, you can know which one to actually use and how to administer your affairs to practice tax avoidance legally. Once again, we have a case here that supports tax avoidance today. We also have a... Um, we also have the United States Constitution and any state constitution that supports that, that you can utilize contracts to practice tax avoidance, uh, you know, in so many words. The way that they're structured is, is they have a trust in place. That's one. 
Now, a trust can pass 100% of its tax liability onto its beneficiary. That's something you can Google. That's something you can learn. That's something that wealthy people and us practice. We practice that. Okay? So you are setting up a system because it's a system just like there's the public school system there's the tax system guess what there's the tax avoidance system why why does a trust pass on 100 percent of its tax liability to a beneficiary it does that because if it doesn't pass on its tax liability the money that's left inside of the trust after it takes its expenses are going to be taxed at 39.6 percent you can google that as well so once you see that, you can talk to your tax attorney, lawyer, talk to them, you know, but the thing about it is, is it, it has, it's going to incur a tax liability. But the, the sweetest part about a trust is that it can pass 100% of its tax liability on to a beneficiary. That's critical. So you don't own it. It's just passing on money to another entity. Well, guess what? And the tax avoidance system that individuals practice, they are utilizing other trusts. So they take whatever profits and pass it on to another trust. Once again, it can actually be a charity. So in this particular case, a lot of people will end up utilizing a trust and then passing on their tax liability from the business trust to a charity, to a private family foundation. Same thing Bill, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's doing. Same thing Bill Gates is doing. Legally, they pass on the tax liability to their charities, which are set up in trust, which are contracts, which are private. That's something that I've set that system up and I encourage brothers and sisters to learn how to practice utilizing the law to your favor and not being abused by it and condemning the system. The system is perfect. It's set up for people that are either going to educate themselves or not. So that's your choice. If you all would like to enroll in private trustee training, you all can email us at HFRN period vault at gmail.com and we can move forward with you we'll love to help you um if not have fun on the journey coming back next week i want to probably talk about tax havens as a lot of people think that tax havens are based off of the jurisdiction but when you practice tax avoidance it doesn't matter what jurisdiction you're in every jurisdiction is favorable for the most part as long as they uh as long as they are really in compliance with the uniform uh the uniform kind of like trust code or in turn in, in line with the Hague Convention, H-A-G-U-E, Hague Convention on Trust, which are basically stating the, 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 the United Nations, which are these nations that have agreed to um, allowing people to utilize specific styles of trust. Once again, over 80 style of contracts for trust, but the specific trust that we utilize to operate in many different jurisdictions. So it's very important to understand what entity to be using in, in jurisdictions. This is how people make money internationally tax-free. You go into other jurisdictions because you know how to practice tax avoidance. So it's very important to, to, to make it a point to learn this information. Um, like I say, it's not for everybody, it's for entrepreneurs. It's not for people that just have a job and want to deduct 30% of their income. So it is people that want to practice their business dealings um, because I understand as an entrepreneur having an LLC or S Corp, you definitely are getting taxed, maybe even twice as, a, as the corporation itself and as, a, um, as, a, as an individual because you might own it. 
the whole purpose is even if you have a s corp or c corp or llc is to at least get a trust contract in place that actually protects um you so you're not liable so if someone wants to sue you they can't sue you for your company and the profits that it's making a two um that's for your entire life houses cars everything should be in a trust secondly on the back end of that it's um to basically take uh, that entity and truly let it be what it be, which is a pass-through. That's why you're getting double taxed if that's the case in the first place, uh, is because you own it. So let the owner be an actual entity such as a trust and it incurred a tax liability and utilize a specific style of system to actually uh, practice tax avoidance, which is perfectly legal. So think about if you didn't have to pay the tax liability that you've been paying for the past 10 years. That's called opportunity cost lost that's why donald is in the position he's in because he understands capitals that he could use to invest for the future it's called opportunity cost loss by him not having that 20 percent that 30 percent that 40 percent he wouldn't have been able to do the things he's been able to do but think about if you were supposed to pay a hundred thousand dollars you made a hundred thousand dollars that 30 percent that you would be giving away to the government he doesn't give that away. He has 100% control of the income now. He filters that through a trust system. That is 30% that you could be using to save or to reinvest to build your company. The death of a business is not just employees or not making enough money. It's called taxes. But once again, this information is for the right individuals that want to be structured correctly, that want to practice tax avoidance and do it legally. There are lawyers that specifically sit around to help companies not pay taxes. And you all know this. So it is up to you to put yourself in a position or you can do what you've been doing your entire life. And I'm sure you won't be mad about that either. So once again, think about the, co the opportunity cost loss that you've lost over years now by giving it away to the government to barely have cities and streets and roads built. And people try to say, oh, well, isn't taxes good for this, that, and the third? Uh, once again, all wealthy people have a charity in place. So it's not that you won't be doing any good for society. You will be doing good for society. But just know that there's a correct structure that's meant to be put in place in order for the public to benefit. Because no rich person's gonna give their money away to somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. You need to know specific law because that's what we know. We know the specific laws that we can utilize to practice tax avoidance and we put that structure in position. We spent the time doing that. So it's the same thing for you. You're gonna have to learn the same exact thing. Just like you learn how to go file the regular 1040 or the, the, the traditional W-2, if you even learned it, or it's time for you to learn how to do it the correct way through strategic structuring and, and planning. And so I look forward to connecting with you all. Thank you all for tuning in live. Uh, this has been a great episode on how to avoid taxes without breaking the law. As you all heard, we utilize the law. So don't think I'm not utilizing the law. We all rich people, we all definitely utilize the law. And that's why Donald can stand up there in confidence. He wouldn't have been elected by anybody if, if he didn't. If, I mean, come on now. How do you get elected telling people you don't pay taxes when the, the ta the, most of the people that's voting for you pay taxes? It's because they know deep down in their heart that there's some truth to what he's saying. And they're not mad at it. 
and I can show you other elect electees that were going through the same process. Mitt Romney, when he was running against um, uh, against Barack Obama, said, I don't have to release my tax records. And you all hear this every election. Why? Because they have a structure in place. So I encourage you all to, um, you know, email us so you can actually get into a correct position with your structuring. Otherwise, have fun, make money, be healthy and be kind. Peace and blessings.